Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, here's 93.7 at Tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, Early Break. It's been a wild show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. By the way, subscribe to us, The Ticket, on YouTube. Help us out. Subscribe there. 93.7 The Ticket. Subscribe. Yeah, help us out. And then uh, you can, again, the show is sponsored, as always, by our friends, at Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings today at GainaTrucking.com. I will, especially if Nebraska loses. <laughs> they lo- if they lose, we're giving, we're giving Pat and Craig a call. We're calling them and saying, hey, I'm getting my CDL. Let's get this sucker done. Uh, hell, I'll, just I'll be your newest driver. I don't know about that. You. I, you as a truck driver is sketchy. <laughs> I can't see. No. I, listen, sketchy. I'm not trying to stereotype it. I just don't fit that. <laughs> Yeah, you have your golf clubs in a cab. I mean, it's just, it's just you can't do that. You can't stop and play golf when you're. I walked into a rental car place yesterday with my golf clubs. They're like, you go and you teen it up. I said, I'd like to. You just had them in your car. Well, cause I, yeah, because I'm getting my car fixed. <laughs> I got a rental car. What kind of rental car you got out there? It's uh, it's some, it's a Hyundai, I think. Hyundai, nice. I didn't choose the rental car, sir. Okay, it was selected for me. I get to drive until my car is fixed. Let's, Make fun of it all you want. Inside joke, uh, yeah. Elizabeth, you were right, by the way. <laughs> I'll make sure she hears that. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, we got about 10 minutes before we, let's have, do this. we let's get do to least early. Let's do this. 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. All right. This, this is a pretty big life topic for Nebraska. We're, we're going to take a deep, a deep dive here. Okay. What, you tease it before the break, but why... Has stopping the run been such a consistent problem for Nebraska football for years? It's the where same, do you start at? It, well, it's the same. Well, here's where I always start these conversations. Nebraska hasn't had a first-round draft pick since 2011, so you start with that. All right. Nebraska hasn't been very good lately. You, you start with that. It, it's not 
this haven't had to, I mean, it doesn't have to be a complicated conversation, right? Prince of Ma- Amakamara is in town. He is. He's going to be inducted into the Nebraska Football Hall of Fame with some other people, including Tony Finotti. Oh, that guy was a mauler. Yeah. Prince Amakamara was up in the Nebraska football offices la- yesterday. He's got 23 people with him, by the way, for the ceremony tonight. Um, but, I mean, the fact that they don't, they haven't had high round draft picks is, is I mean, I when people ask me, Sip, what has happened to that program? I start with that. Well, they haven't had a first-round draft pick in over 10 years. But then you ask that you start there, but why? <laughs> well, then it gets – the complications just keep coming. Like is it, my question is this, though. Stay, stay right there. They have not had a first-round draft pick since 2011. So is, is that more about scheme? Is that recruiting? Or is it development? What is the biggest problem? What's all that? Of that, what's the biggest one? Is there one that stands out more than the other ones? Scheme, recruiting, recruiting, yeah. development. I think it's. I think it's largely recruiting. Now, you can turn three stars obviously into high round draft picks, but it's not. It's not easy to do, and it's a bit of a crapshoot. It's recruiting. I mean, it's getting the play, getting the 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 war horses here that are run-stopping war daddies. I mean, and it obviously hasn't happened. I mean, Nebraska right now is allowed 4.9 yards per carry through two games. Now, they played a very good running team in Northwestern. But not – not I mean, not – come on, Northwestern's offense last year was terrible. Through two yeah, games or allowed – let's be easy on them if they are a good running team. Right. They appear to have the ability to be a good running team this year. Yeah, they do. We'll see. But, okay, 4.9 yards per carry through two games. This is not – it's not even close to championship football. Championship football is probably three or under, usually. Allowing allowing three yards per carry or under. Nebraska hasn't been in that neighborhood since the Pelini years. Okay? I mean, we, we went through this the other day. In 2015, so Riley's first year when they were six and seven, they were pretty good against the run, 3.8. That's really good. And that's the, four. That is the best they've been since then, since 2015. They've never even come close to 3.8 since 2015, and that was a 6-17. and 17. Yes, they got lucky to make a bowl game because of APR. They haven't come close to that. 3.8 yards per carry allowed in 2015. Nebraska has not come close to that. I mean, they went as high as 5.6 yards per carry allowed in 2017. That's horrifying. Stop and think about that for a second. In 2017, all you Riley defenders that say, oh, Riley's teams, you know, they didn't, they, they, they weren't that bad. They allowed 5.6 yards per carry in 2017. 2018, Frost's first year, they allowed 5 yards per carry. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. 
Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a US-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. Okay, now they've gotten it down to, in the last two years, 4.2 and 4.2, 2020, 2021, 4.2 yards per carry allowed, which is, I would say, acceptable. That's middle of the pack, Big Ten. But is that if, if that's the best you can do, then you're going to be, at best, probably middle of the pack, Big Ten team. Yep. You got it. And now, so we're off to a bad start this year, 4.9. You still got the heavies coming, the heavy run teams coming. Um, you know, you you should be able to whittle that down tomorrow against Georgia Southern. But then what? Then what against Oklahoma when Eric Gray comes in here, the Tennessee transfer, who's pretty good, not great. He ran for 102 uh, against against UTEP. Eric Gray's fine. You saw him last year. Um, Oklahoma doesn't have a, a running back who just scares the bejesus out of you. Um, like Braylon Allen. Uh, he scares me. <laughs> yeah, he scares the bitches out of me. Makes me laugh nervously. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me ask this. Um, hold, hold tight. So, yeah. so comparing – so Wisconsin is a phenomenal rush defense. They, they always are, right? What, what are they, 2.1 last 2. year? 2.1, and they're already off to they're off to a good start through one game. Wisconsin year. allowed 2.1 yards per rush last so year. So, let me, okay, if you compare let's, – let's, let's look at that size for a second here of uh, Nebraska's linemen versus theirs. Yeah. Is there a big difference? I don't know. I'm not that concerned about it. No. So what What do they do that Nebraska doesn't then? If they, it's, it's not a better player. I mean, it's not. I don't know. You don't. Because they're not getting five-star players. I know. They're not. They've they got no five-stars it, players. It's a, it, Some of it is a mentality, right? Mentality is a big part of this. Right. Now, some of it is this. Now, I, now this is my opinion, but this is also the opinion of a lot of coaches and it's common now it's common sense to me if you don't okay so think about what Wisconsin's defense faces every day in practice right Braylon Allen or just a or real real run oriented approach like a physical offensive line that's coming at you in practice every day Saturday's ne- never never going to be a shock to their system if they face a, a good run team on the other hand teams that aren't as run-oriented, Nebraska, that can be a little bit of a shock to the system. And I would say this. In Ireland, now I don't know, you were there. Um, I thought the first few runs that Cam Porter had looked like a shock to Nebraska's system. It was like, ooh, he's moving a lot faster than we're used to, and he's hitting us, he's coming at us a lot harder. That's what it looked like to me. Now, Wisconsin, they're not ever going to be shocked by anything like that. Now, I guarantee you, Luke Reimer, if he's listening, good morning, Luke. Hey, Luke. Um, he would morning, he would man. take issue with it because they're not going to admit that. I understand that. But any a lot of coaches, in fact, a very prominent coach had this conversation with me years ago. There are certain teams that practice. They're downhill running teams. They practice against it every day. They're usually pretty good stopping to run because every day they're seeing it in practice. Extreme example, Texas Tech. They're probably usually not a very good run-stopping team because they never, hardly ever face it in practice. Downhill running game no. at 
like when Leach was the coach, he didn't run downhill, you know? So, yeah, Wisconsin, does that surprise you that they're good stopping the run? No. No, because every day they face That's why they're consistently a very good team, though. (laughs) Well, you can be a consistently very good team without playing like Wisconsin. Well, I'm just saying it helps that they can stop. Yeah. They, they have they have typically every year but, a very, very, very strong, if not elite, defense. But you don't have to play like Wisconsin to be elite. Not everybody plays that way. Hardly, not, a lot of people don't, right? But I think it's hard to stop the run if you don't have a good running attack yourself. Like you said, I mean, for Wisconsin, they have for years been going against their offensive line, which is maulers and a good offense and, and good running backs. Alabama's another example, of course. Um, they run the ball well. Right. And they, have, they, and they stop. The run. And mm-hmm. Georgia does the same thing. Georgia runs the ball well, mm-hmm. and they stop the run very well. Mm-hmm. Michigan. Yeah. They run the ball. Mm-hmm. So they stop it. They do. I like they commit Michigan, to it. Like, way, you like said, it. though, it's a mentality, though. That's it's a big very part. Mentality much a, is a huge part of this. Very much a mentality. It is. And you can't say that Eric Chenander doesn't have – isn't interested in physical football. He, he of course, is interested in it. But it's it's bigger than Eric Chenander. It's more complicated than that. Um, it's much more complicated than that. But it probably starts there and then goes to recruiting. It's much like the turnover conversation. I mean, we always do this thing where we're, like, analyzing this turnover issue with Nebraska, and we try to figure out what's going on, and we do all these charts and graphs <laughs> and what the hell. And I just say, you know what? They just haven't been very good. And that's that. it just comes screw down to that. Screw your graph. It's, well, it just comes screw down to that. Chart. It just comes down to that. It's not. It doesn't have to be a algorithm. I mean, it's just. <laughs> not doing just, that. <laughs> right. Put I mean, your algebra away, okay? Yeah, they just it's haven't calculus. been. They just haven't been very good. Someone says this, and I agree with this, uh, and maybe you do as well. Four six four five six eight five. It's not recruiting it as much as it is development. Okay. Iowa and Wisconsin routinely have great run defense. Those teams don't recruit that good; they develop, and well, that's what I have said it. for years. Develop mentality. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't disagree with that. I think there's a lot that goes into the conversation, as as is usually the case with football. Football, to me, I, I never, ever agree with people who say SIP football is really pretty simple. No. 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 It's not. It's not simple. Ask, ask, ask who was I talking to the other day who was saying the, our defense is pretty complicated. Nebraska's defense is pretty complex. I mean, it's not, it's not easy necessarily. It's, this is, you know, you could say a playbook in high school is pretty simple. But when you move up to this level, it's everything's pretty complicated. Yep, I'm. I, I don't know that I could play quarterback at the Division One level. Well, there's it, just too it, much you got to know. You, yeah, you got to go through progressions every time. Well, there's a lot. Oh, and you have about a million plays you got to know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Formations. Yeah. Personnel. Right. Check. You got. You're checking at the line of scrimmage. Sometimes, or maybe they're checking. Are they blitzing? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, all these things. Yeah. To be effective, you got to be smart. To be effective, you have to be smart. So, so, I mean, once again, Nebraska's run defense not holding up all that well. Now that that discussion can evolve; they can get better. That's what you got to see. That's yes. what you got to see. Mm-hmm. Starting this week, Georgia Southern might try to test you a little bit. There, might try to test you a little bit. I'm not. That's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the them throwing the ball over the middle in that soft area. 
in you know mid-range, mid-range passing game. We gotta get to Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. If you want to call after a segment, if you have any comments, let's talk to Lee first, and then we'll take your phone calls afterwards. Next, an early break of the ticket. 